It's time for Tuesday Travel. Moncon McGann, uh, a regular contributor, has taken us in recent weeks to some extraordinary places like Ghana. Uh, is it extraordinary this week or not? It's a concept this week. I oh, want to encourage oh. people to travel alone. Like so often I hear people say, God, you go to so many places, I'd love to go, but I just can't get the time off or I can't get my spouse to go with me at the same time. And like all of my travel was done alone. And that's probably, you know, more about my mental health and my my miserly inability to attract. All right, no, I think you're doing yourself down. Mm. I think travelling alone is the only way to travel. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I would say a huge amount of my travel, even though, like, I'm married. I Mm -hmm. mean, there's been holidays, married holidays. But Mm -hmm. if if you would take travel for me as a lifetime experience, Mm -hmm. the majority has been alone. I prefer it. Yeah. I mean, so travelling with someone else, your time almost goes twice as fast. If you travel alone, you wake up at like seven o'clock in the morning, you're consciously aware, constantly aware of your surroundings from then, you know, through your breakfast until you decide what to do for the day. But if you if you go with a partner or a friend, you're just chattering about things back at home for the first two hours. So you're it's it, it can be lonely sometimes, it can be a little harder, but you're far more open to the to the area you are in and the, the, the results can be uh, much more intense and profound. Yeah, but because essentially it's a very selfish thing. You do what you want to do. <laughs> if you travel with somebody else, yeah, yeah. you are in a perpetual state of compromise. Compromise. Yeah. Perpetual. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah, like if you, you can drive right by the Niagara Falls. If you don't want to stop in that day, just go by. You know, the, the yeah. freedom it gives you is mind-numbing. And you suddenly you realise, yeah, you, 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 you experience a place on your own terms. So, but the... I mean, people realise that conceptually, but they think, oh, I'll be lonely, I'll be afraid. So I'd just like to deal with some ways where we can still travel alone um, and get beyond these issues. Okay, I have issues. to tell you, just uh, a holiday in Sri Lanka recently with Ingrid was the classic example of why you should travel alone. <laughs> like, Ingrid thinks that UNESCO heritage sites are wonderful places <laughs> to visit. <laughs> I, they're the last place I would want to go. And I used to wake up uh, in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, and I used to say, not another bloody Hindu temple, you know. <laughs> so if I was alone, mm-hmm. I would have done a pile of different things. If you were alone, watch, you just sit down watching Sky Sports. I think Ingrid is phenomenal and so brave <laughs> to try and widen your perspectives. No, um, I yeah, okay. I would have watched a cricket match in Sri Lanka. Uh, All right, go on. Yeah, yeah. So, it, I mean, it is something that's increasing. Like, even 10 or 12 years ago, they said there were 10 million people, British people who had travelled alone. Now it's 16 million. It is on the, it is on the up... More of us have sort of contractual obligations. We can't take a week off that we're sure of in July that we can book with our spouse to go off. So we just suddenly find a window on our calendar and we need to go. The biggest probably problem, the people and the bone of contention, is the single supplement. This idea, you know, it, it can cost a lot more, in theory, to travel alone because suddenly you're paying for the entire room rather than sharing But it. nowadays, uh, hotels, well, it probably depends on the country or mm. more importantly, whether you're using a travel agent. Increasingly, hotels just charge for the room That's and they it. don't care whether there's one or six people in it. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, because... The, the Americans pioneered that idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was so much resentment about about it. I mean, still, even, even hotels which do have a single supplement, like, if you book at last minute, if they have rooms available, they you know they are much more agreeable to doing a, a deal. But I mean, their claim was always that they had to use the same heating, the same lighting, the same cleaning, which does make a point. But then you know, 
whacking this up to 100% surcharge on seemed to make no but sense. But they don't, I, I have to say, I don't have less of a problem. And we should, single people should worry less about it. Exactly. I think what the advantage is, mm-hmm. is don't book at all, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like, you're never actually be going to be sleeping in the street. Mm-hmm. If you're sleeping alone, you actually, if the worst case scenario, you're sleeping in a pretty crap hotel, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about your wife or your partner or your friend yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It's only you. That's right. And you got great deals by mm-hmm. wandering into a hotel and just saying, if you got a room. Yeah. And a lot of this has been pioneered by this group, the Single Travellers Action Group, STAG, which, you know, set up about a decade ago, deciding to combat this. And they they still online will have a list of really good solid solo companies, either hotels which which don't have single supplements or holiday uh, organisations that specialise in uniting people. If one still, if this is one's first time alone and one wants to be alone, but you still want the potential of meeting other people. So like Solo Holidays in Britain.co.uk and Solo Travel Online, both will specialise in this. They found the best hotels, the best resorts, the best uh, the best sort of facilities that are more open to you going Yeah, alone. but I bet you mm-hmm. people will react and say it's okay for these two men mm-hmm. to talk about this. Yeah, yeah. The problem for females travelling mm-hmm. solo is more difficult. Agree or disagree? Definitely. Like that's what I, the emails I get aren't from men. They're from women saying like I'd love to travel in South America or somewhere but I don't feel safe. I'd love to f- travel in India. And, you know, the news has focused so much on those frightful stories from India in the last four or five years. There was never stories like that out of India before. India had, were such a deferential race. We're so respectful of tourists. So I don't, we're, you know, I'm a man. All my travel has been done from a male's perspective. So it's hard for me to say, except if you're in the Middle Eastern world, you know, if you travel as a woman, then you're just taken into places, to realms, to the homestead and to the women's areas that men can never get to. And you are cushioned and looked after by them. In the same way, the beautiful thing about South America, and it's mostly travellers out of school or college want to go to South America, and it's women, they say they can't go alone. And I'm telling them, one of the great boons of the Lonely Planet generation is that everyone knows where everyone else is going to be. You know, we can criticise Lonely Planet, but the great thing, it has opened up the world to first-time travellers. If you're going to go down, let's say, to Ecuador, Peru, Bolivia, you're on the Pan-American Highway. And yes, it's all, we laugh at these backpackers who all go into the same banana pancake circuits, uh, sort of cafes and stay in the same hostels. The thing is, you're guaranteed every night you're going to be meeting new people who who are also travelling alone and who want to travel with you. And if you're a woman and if you, you know, you feel anxious the first few days, you just travel, you join someone that night and you travel with them or you connect with them and text them at the end of the day. And every other young woman who is travelling has the same concerns. They're more than happy to do that. So, like, I just... It's just, I can't, I can't assure people, you know, stronger. It is now safe as long as you're following those well-worn circuits. And then you meet someone. Either you meet another lone person or a couple who are at each other's throats and want some, an extra person to travel with for a day or two um, and join up with them. All but right. there is a because you see when we're in Ireland we think oh yeah no people are unfriendly and they don't talk to each other but the minute a Western person is in some other part of the world they're constantly talking to each other they you meet another white white person on the bus in Africa in India in South America you're talking to them there's there is no problem with being on their own in fact it's the opposite now what is, I mean the one thing. Mm-hmm. 
you don't seriously recommend travelling alone with a tent and like just pitching your tent by the side <laughs> of the road. You're not actually recommending that. Well, are the you? beauty about camping is you totally avoid the single supplement. Like, you know, uh, the owner of a campsite has no problem with the loner coming up in his tent and it is always per person in the tent. So, your ideal, you're never going to pay more. I, I, camping is a sort of 1950s concept, isn't it? Or, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of quaint at the moment. And the rules of camping are still sort of quaint. I was in a campsite in Connemara about three weeks ago and you pulled in and suddenly the two people on either side of you uh, you know are offering you a cup of tea and asking you where you've come from and it can be pretty claustrophobic it's actually impossible to, to travel on your own in a campsite everyone is talking to you you know even getting up in your pyjamas in the middle of the night and going to the shared loo uh, it puts in this sort of this more spirit where everyone is together um, so it's a, it's a guaranteed way to, to, that every evening at least when you you know get to your campsite you're going to have people so, but I've done the. I've I remember the first time I went down to Haiti and we brought down 400 volunteers. And, you know, we were building houses, so we didn't have any houses. So we had to set up camps and mm-hmm. everything for everybody. And the volunteers were fantastic. But, like, they had to find somewhere with a roof for me because, like, there's no way I was going into a tent. I haven't been in a tent since I was 14 with the Seventh Cork Boy Scouts. Now, I have great hope. Like, this what? It, it, only recently you were in an electric picnic. I'd say next year you're going to be raving it up and in the campsite with the others, leaving your tent no. there to be. Yeah, but okay. But I've tried this story of other people encouraging other people that it's unsafe and follow the Lonely Planet guide, and people don't actually believe me and they don't listen to me. When I say everyone is so friendly abroad, so I want to give like that's the truth. Okay, none of what I'm going to say is necessary, but because people don't believe me, if you insist that you still need a group, then there are these companies that will pair people. They'll find a roommate for a person. The the famous one for women, which gets a lot of media exposure, is called Telman Louise. And it was founded by this woman who was part of, um, she, she was a producer, film director on BBC's television, uh, travel programme, Christine Davies. And she was going off to Australia and wanted to explore the outback, but realised that's a lonely wilderness. I want someone else with me. I'd, ideally, I'd like a female. Um, and she just put the word out among her friends. And uh, her sister found someone uh, just to, who also wanted to explore the outback. And they went and had the most amazing holiday. So Christine Davies realised there's a market here. There's an opportunity on the internet. So she set up travel um, Telman Louise, which just unites women who want to go somewhere interesting. Okay. They organise trips. Yeah. But if you go abroad, mm-hmm. you can also... Like, there's one thing about holidaying. There's also going somewhere to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, and we covered a few weeks ago volunteering on this opportunity on this program. And which volunteering, you're always going alone. You're always going to work with a team when you're there. But there's there's versions which aren't quite volunteering. Let's say you don't want to go away to work. You want to go to experience and learn. One of the great uh, companies in America has been again. We don't know about it so much here. Is Road Scholar, uh, spelt R O A D as opposed to, as opposed to the Clinton thing R H O D E. Um, and Rhodes Scholar, it's basically they have in they operate in 150 countries worldwide. They have offices in the UK, in Australia, and particularly in America. And they have up to 5,500 activities all around the world, but they're educational. Okay, so if, again, they will find you if you say you want a roommate, they will team you up with a roommate. You'll tell them what sort of you know interests you have, and so you'll always share a room. So knitting or rugby or yeah, home but, brewing or no, whatever. But, yeah, but it'll be educational and a holiday. So they, it's what they do is they want people to learn. So their their level of leaders, of instructors, of guides are really immersed in the place. So they'll bring you to Cuba and they'll discuss all about pu- Cuba politics, Cuba farming techniques, and they get you inside 
side places. But you've just dismissed my great idea of going to Spain for a rugby course or going to... That is lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like suddenly you discover you've got a you've got a week-long rugby course mm-hmm. where they're teaching coaches. Now, yeah, I don't yeah. mean players. Mm-hmm. And you're with all these Spaniards and everything. I found it extraordinarily educational. Have you, have, have I've you been at that? rugby courses in all sorts of you places. You teach them? Or? Well, I've taught at them and I've been Tended at them. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. I mean, because you say you find your passion. If you are getting the time off away from your beloved yeah. or your other person, then just follow your passion. There's some other good companies who do that. Boulder Bus leaves from London regularly, bouldering outside Paris in near Fontainebleau. And again, you can go alone because the minute you're on that bus, you're going to be with people who are as passionate about bouldering as you, who are willing to take a long bus ride and go off rock climbing somewhere in France. There's a great company who does the same for women for women cyclists called Trek Dirt Series and they're female only mountain bike weekends in America so I mean a a woman can go cycling with a man mountain biking but it's a different field you know women and men mountain bike very differently and so rather than just chasing after the man behind there's much better sense of competition with with Trek Dirt Series they have great instructors so you're being taught as well as as having a weekend Um, otherwise it's just whichever is the expert you know company like Dragoman has always been the company for really extreme overland expeditions and again it's better if you go on those trips solo because you're going to be with 20 other people so they don't want couples who are clinging together but when you go abroad mm-hmm. like isn't there a great feeling of, of when you're abroad of not sort of booking a restaurant for dinner at 7 o'clock I found this in so many countries mm-hmm. you're just walking along the street like and then you suddenly find this place and you go in and you have an extraordinary experience or you do it in a bar mm-hmm. or whatever I think there is there is too much organisation of holidays now <laughs> I'm at that kind of age when I want so much organised yeah, yeah, and yeah. I want a good hotel mm-hmm. and I want this and the other thing but it's another part of me Mm-hmm. just actually wants to go out there and, you know. <laughs> yeah, I have this constant struggle because when I go, let's say, on a trip where I'm trying to learn about the place, then, you know, whoever the travel agent or someone is trying to line up all these things. And no, you want that spontaneity. You want to be immersing yourself in an experience. Um, and so, like, w- one of the problems, I suppose, is uh, in traveling alone, that spontaneity is if you don't have things organized. Um, so, like, the first time I traveled alone, I was scared to go alone. So I went with 20 people on an overland truck to Africa. After I never did it again, I realized, actually, no, I can travel on my own. So I'm giving all these pointers just for, so that for the first time they can know of a way they can go alone and then see that they don't need but to. But the other thing that you can do yeah. is, and you know better than me, but there's got to be organizations mm-hmm. in Ireland who have connections abroad. Yeah. Like, I mean, if, if it's quite interesting. If you're a member, mm-hmm. like, of a club over mm-hmm. here, like a... Like a, a tennis club or a squash club very often they have connections with other clubs abroad yeah, yeah. and and very often the other clubs abroad are immeasurably superior to the <laughs> Irish version but yeah. you get a kind of freebie and I'm sure you could do that culturally as well could you? You could indeed yeah um, and I mean there's so all of the sort of the state cultural organisations like the the um, in Munst in, in Cork the lovely uh, Crawford Gallery has an organisation the Friends of Crawford Gallery and they go on regular tours so they're the, 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 the tours are cheaper than if you were booking with a mainstream travel organisation because, you know, Crawford Gallery can bring a whole group of people together. You're guaranteed it's going to be the same cultural interests but the action, the access they get like the National Concert Hall in Dublin also has has a Friends uh, Association and their holidays will go to a concert hall, a matching concert hall in another country, whether it's in Boston or Berlin or Tokyo and they will have reciprocal agreements as you say with the National Concert Hall. So not only 
during the break, you will get to meet the friends of the Tokyo Concert Hall or the Berlin Concert Hall. And there's immediate sort of con- shared connection between Ireland and the other country. But you're getting access behind the scenes you know, to the places that normal people don't get. But you're also helping the f- friends of any of these cultural organisations okay. of the Crawford National Culture, the RDS, you, are cash-strapped. Yeah, but you've them. forgotten one thing. Go on. If you're travelling alone, yes. the odds are that you're single. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was single, I always hoped, but it never happened, I always hoped to fall in love. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and of course, the internet has changed it entirely mm-hmm. because when I was a, a young fellow, like, it was actually hard work to find somebody. <laughs> but now, mm-hmm. like, they have cruises and you can only, you have to be single to go on the cruise. Exactly. Or you have to be <laughs> single to go on some other holiday. Yeah. And then you take your chance mm-hmm. whether you're going to meet somebody or not, don't you? Have you got any experience in that? I do. There's all different levels. There are levels where the, it is just um, hiring a rural house in the countryside and putting a load of people in, you know, approaching orgy levels. Uh, orgy know. levels? <laughs> well, just if you if 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 you have a sol- solitary holiday and they're just locking everyone in a hol- in a room in a big house in the countryside, that's a, re- a little bit too intense. So you can you can choose your holiday. Like there's you know uh, there's sort of um, some of the solo holiday holidays, nightclubbing in Ibiza, are just chaotic. You know, I don't encourage that if you are not totally open well, to fun. I remember, and I never had the courage to do it, but mm-hmm. when I was in my 20s, mm-hmm. I think it was the Irish Ski Club. I mm-hmm. think that's what it was called. Mm-hmm. And they used to practice out in Glenda Dance, where there's an artificial that's ski right. club. Yeah, yeah. And then they used to go off to Austria or somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, but everybody on us was single. So, mm-hmm. like, there was about, and I always wanted to go, you know, but I. I was afraid to ski, so I didn't go. But there must be tons they of are. activity they always, kind of things like that. Yeah, you should check out like natives.co.uk, which is a ski insider's website, and they'll sort of give the lowdown on wh- which is the most sort of um, amorous resort at the moment. Like Val d'Azire normally does well. You will not go back to your, your cabin, they say, alone. But for a more sort of low-key dating or meeting up people, Clare Island, the islands off the west coast of Ireland now, are, are tuning into this. So Clare Island has a single weekend. In fact, is it very soon? They actually have a lesbian and, and, and gay singles weekend, but normally every about three times a year they'll have a singles On weekend. Clare Island? Yeah. So what they do, it's an adventure weekend. You're, you know, co-steering, you're kayaking, you're rock sailing and abseiling, but you know with everyone is single so there's no pressure on meeting up but you're all doing the same street extreme sports and there are um god i miss so much in my youth really what a shame <laughs> but i know. love that more low key form of 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 you know of connecting up with people the two great companies in um in Britain that are about this is you.co.uk which is not just for singles who want to date but just people who want to go on their own and might want to befriend someone but the one for dating is solitaryholes.co.uk which has for a long time been, been attaching people while they're on holidays and feeling romantic Do you know they, and, and they're actually looking for members mm-hmm. right is the Royal Dublin Society in mm-hmm. Ballsbridge, right? It is one of the great undiscovered resources, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you, you members have car parking. There's a wonderful library. There's all sorts of stuff. But they have connections then around the globe as well. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. These equestrian guys really have a crack. Yeah, they yeah. know all this stuff. That's true. So, and they will run, like, they, got, they get into, there's a St. James's Club in Paris, which is a sort of an elite English-focused club in, in Paris that they have reciprocal arrangements with. So when 
they do go on a holiday or when they go to England, the main club is in Mayfair, Lansdowne Club. So, you know, I mean, as you say, not only is the RDS, you get free parking and there's great food, there's great restaurant and library in town, but their holidays, they're costing less than a mainstream holiday because they use group booking and you're with people in theory of like-minded people. So, like, all of these are opportunities. I just want to stress, yes, you are sometimes lonely when you travel alone. Like, that needs to be said. There's some things you shouldn't do. You do not go into a hopping bar in a nightclub area 10 o'clock at night, you know, where everyone is knowing everyone else and teaming and, and you sit up at the bar totally lonely. Either you go, either you, go, you stay in a youth hostel and hook up with people before they all go out or, you, or if you're in a restaurant, you go to a tapas bar or a sushi bar where people tend to sit or you, or you sit up at the counter. Um, where people are dining alone, you know. The, no, f- but it is important to say you can be lonely yeah. because, uh, you know, but not everybody either is necessarily as gregarious and outgoing as George Hook and Moncom again. No. And many people would die at the prospect of going into a bar and saying hello to a stranger. So, yeah, travelling alone, you've got to get over that bit and mm. say this might not be the perfect holiday, but the next one might be or the third one. So when you plan it... The first one, you work on whatever the kind of things you've talked about mm-hmm. where you're guaranteed there are going to be other people. Yeah. You don't just take a flight to sort of Barcelona and say, I'm going to Barcelona for a week because the odds are at the end of a week in Barcelona, you might not talk to a single solitary person mm-hmm. except the hall porter. Yeah, and I mean, I do get lonely. Every time I travel alone, there are parts, I welcome loneliness, you know, little bits of it. And then you act, then you go off and find a mission to, or you engage with people again. So the, Well, it, it, it. it's important important also certain things make it New York makes me lonely mm. every time I go to New York mm. I get depressed mm. every time mm. and and I, I just know I will yeah, yeah. and I know I'll be lonely because because New Yorkers won't talk to anybody and mm. you're in this enormous city and you feel incredibly alone yeah. you know there is a, an app now if one is paranoid about travelling alone and not reporting back the whole time there's a thing called safe check-in which for nine dollars nine dollars a month you can tell what's it them, called it's called safe check-in yeah so you can tell them when you're going out you can say I'm leaving my hotel room if I haven't checked back in in 40 minutes or in 3 hours you know ring me email me text me and if I don't respond then go to my Call parents the and go, yeah exactly go so, away yeah, yeah. So that's, safe check-in yeah exactly it's $22 for 3 months or you know less again if you take for the whole year but if you if you want that on your first trip that extra security there are those opportunities that's a great idea alright well it certainly made a change from Ghana it's solo travel with Tuesday travels uh, host as always Moncom again we'll be back next Tuesday with more interesting places to go and see and uh, try out.